Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and as usual, I'm here with some tips and tricks, hints and trends with content marketing, but instead of me telling you all of these things today, I have a very special guest who has joined me today, Ksenia Muntean, co-founder and CEO at Planable, and Ksenia was recently recognized on the Forbes 30 under 30 list, the top 100 Forbes women entrepreneurs, and she also spoke at the Cons Lions, uh, which is the largest gathering in the creative marketing community. She, uh, well, she's pretty much been there and done that, as you could uh, hear from all of everything. So I want to welcome on Ksenia. How are you doing today? Thank you so much, doing, uh, doing pretty good. Uh, thanks so much for inviting me on the show. I'm excited to do this. Yeah, me too. And you know, uh, we're both very busy people, so it's been, it's been a process to get this done. Yeah. And I'm always talking. I know. I'm always talking and telling everyone about you know just you know stick stick to it or trying to get the schedule. And uh, this is kind of yeah. a segment based on you know both of our busy schedules and making sure we fit this in a certain time frame. Uh, I'm going to be asking Senya three questions. So this is three questions with uh, Senya Muntean from Planable. And the first is, I, I wanted to ask you about this content marketing industry report that uh, you just launched. This is something just real recent, and it had some uh, some kind of interesting topics there. Do you want to talk about the most interesting things you found? Yeah, definitely. Um, so a bit of context on why we actually launched the, the content marketing industry report. So for the past three years, I've been running and building my company, Planable. Um, and we've been working with different marketing teams, both on the agency side and on the brand side from across the world uh, to help them work better um, as a team, to help them be more well-organized and more productive. And, you know, working with all those teams, we realized what are the bottlenecks and what are the, you know, the issues teams are struggling with regarding their workflow. Uh, but we wanted to actually, you know, have some evidence on that. Um, not just, you know, from our own experience and from our own point of view. So that's why, you know, we did this research and we talked with more than 200 uh, marketers and, you know, we interviewed them about what their processes looks like, look like behind the content marketing work that they're, they're producing. So we wanted to shine some light on what happens be behind the scenes of, of content marketing. Um, and, you know, it kind of validated some of the uh, theories we had around the way, you know, marketing teams work around the world. And it, it validated some of the uh, issues and problems and pains that we've been hearing, you know, from our own customers. So, you know, some of the things that we looked into in, in the report was the work. Um, and we, you know, some of the most interesting findings was that 
Uh, you know, almost half of, of marketers produce a lot, a lot of content nowadays. The demand of content has grown a lot for brands. So, you know, they produce over five pieces of content per week and publish, you know, more than 11 social media posts um, during, you know, the same, the same week. So it's a lot of content that they need to produce every, every single week. Um, and then we looked at their workflow, you know, how, how long does it take? Uh, to produce that content, what are the steps, you know, what does their collaboration look like? Um, and we found out that, you know, more than, you know, almost five days are being spent on, uh, you know, from, from the initial idea, from the creation to the actual publishing of every piece of content. So it's quite a long, you know, quite a long time frame to develop something in this, you know, very fast pacing world. And we realized that, you know, a third of, of that time is actually being spent just on collaboration. So not on actual production, not on, you know, thinking and designing and, you know, writing the content, but generally just on, you know, communication, processes, operations, approvals, feedback, and all of that. Um, and, you know, we asked everyone that we, we interviewed, you know, about... Um, the time uh, they are, you know, spending on that. And we realized that because there's just so much content that they're producing and because it takes so much time to deliver it. Um, obviously, you know, many projects that content marketing teams are working on are, you know, suffering from delays. You know, it's, you just don't have enough time to actually, you know, put it out there in the world. Um, and, you know, projects are being delayed and are being missed um, and you know we found out that you know more than a third of marketers um, feel like they're wasting time and you know their productivity is uh, you know kind of not in the right place you know they're losing their productivity because of multitasking and because of you know being just uh, blocked in excessive emails and those you know never-ending threads of, of discussing stuff um, and that, you know, 70% of teams, uh, they still use very generic standard documents uh, to work on very, you know, modern, innovative, very graphic, very moving, very, you know, moving content. Um, and this overall kind of tied in and the final question that, you know, we've asked marketers if they're fully satisfied uh, with their content marketing process and how everything happens, you know, behind the scenes, how they collaborate how they work with their team members, how they get approvals, how they gather, you know, feedback on the content, just, you know, like the operational side of it. And, you know, we found out that that was a bit shocking to us uh, that, you know, only 7% of marketers are actually fully, truly satisfied with their content marketing processes. So those were kind of, you know, there's many more insights uh, that we discovered in the industry report. Um, but those those few that I covered, I think those were at least the ones that impressed me uh, quite a lot. Yeah, now you could see why I had uh, Xenia join us on the show because, <laughs> you know, these are the things I'm always talking about. And a lot of times you're dealing sometimes with small teams, um, you know, in, in her case with Planable, a lot of times, you know, you're dealing with even larger companies that are producing even more content and have fully dedicated teams. And basically where you're coming from is a standpoint of what I'm always saying, you know, how can you be efficient? How can you uh, 
uh, manage your time best, save time, obviously, which also should save you, uh, save you money, save you stress, yeah. make you and make you happier in the end and happier with the results. I mean, that's it. Doesn't surprise me that you said it was such a low percentage of marketers that are you know satisfied. And you know, you brought up something that I'll be bringing up in a future episode too. I a lot of times when I'm dealing with this and I'm dealing managing different teams or working with other you know working with clients because a lot of times you know they'll outsource something to maybe like someone like myself or uh, I'll be working with a team of people in marketing and things need to get approved and this and that I mean email is just the worst I mean I almost don't want to deal with email ever and that's kind of you know where Planable comes in here. So, and I know you just uh, you put out an ebook, and we'll be talking about how you could get that uh, later in this episode. Uh, but you know, based on those findings, uh, what do what do you feel content marketers should do to build the right workflows in order to, you know, maybe refine this process, and maybe we have some happier marketers out there. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a very good question. So I've been talking about. Um, you know, this, this principles, um, this core principles of building, uh, you know, proper, efficient processes for content marketing teams for a while. And I finally managed to put everything in writing in, in, in this ebook, the manifesto on content uh, marketing teams. And I talk in the book about three core principles uh, that you need to keep in mind. So it's kind of like uh, a framework to, to help you just, you know, build a team that is really productive and really efficient. And those three principles are uh, clarity, coordination, and efficiency. So whenever you're building a team or whenever you're trying to improve your content marketing team processes, uh, you need to make sure that, you know, everything is clear. Everyone has easy access to information. Everyone knows what is happening uh, inside the marketing team, everyone knows what are the efforts that it's you know everyone is working on. And you have to have clarity over the content. You need to be able to look at the content and understand how it's going to look like in the end. Um, so it's really important to have like this transparency inside the team, but also this level of visibility over your content, over what's happening, over the efforts and the projects that you're leading at the moment. And then the second one is coordination. So you, you basically need to find a way to make your team work very well in sync, and especially with teams you know that are um, scattered across borders and time zones and you know business units. And uh, it's it's just very very important to find a way to collaborate in an efficient way and in a way that just aligns you internally with your team and you know that everyone is following the same goals, everyone's kind of pulling together in the same direction and everyone is moving things forward in the same direction. And then the third one is, is efficiency, you know, just cutting out tedious tasks, finding ways of, you know, optimizing your time um, and being able, you know, to just save as much time as possible, automate things and just be as much, you know, have this mentality and this framework that is, focus on productivity first. I think that's, you know, important to understand how in every stage of the content marketing workflow, you know, in the research phase, in the in the strategy phase, in the production phase, in the, you know, post-production, like the, pub the publishing phase and promotion, promotion phase, how can you build productivity and efficiency in all those, um, in all those phases? And I think, you know, those were the kind of, the, the, 
cornerstones um, of this book. And, you know, I talk quite a lot about how can you implement those principles? How can you actually build those principles inside your team? And what, you know, what can happen if you do not, you know, build a team that is coordinated, efficient, and everything is clear. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of what the, the book is in a nutshell. Yeah, I mean, and that sounds. Uh, I love, I love numbering and labeling things like that. And of course, I always talk about five pillars, and one of mine is an ebook too. So you know, uh, huh. Senya is just following in the same, <laughs> following right in line here with what what I'm always you know preaching to the audience here. But uh, finally, third question, um, I w- I would want to ask. Uh, how would you define a content marketing workflow that could support the level of content being produced? And just to kind of put that in plain terms is, you know, some folks, you know, some businesses, they may not be producing as much content as you said, you know, earlier, maybe 11 per week. And I even see some of the businesses that use Planable, such as Wendy's, for example. I know they're posting almost every few hours. It's got to be, you know, there's got to be a, a big team working on this and it's got to be efficient in order to do that. But even if you're only planning on something once or twice a week, um, what is the best type of content marketing workflow for the level of content being produced? That's a very, very good uh, very good question. So I think, you know, it, and you're not going to like my answer because, <laughs> you know, it depends. It really depends on the type of team you have. If you have approvals, if you need approvals, you know, like formal approvals, if you need feedback, if it's just one person working, what type of other roles are involved in the team? Um, but, you know, if, if you have more than just, you know, a copywriter, if you have designers, video producers, what exactly is the type of content that you're producing? Um, but, you know, the type of workflow that you build, um, the you know, the best type of workflow you can build is one that, works for what you need for the type of team that you have so what i usually recommend is just to start you know with a quick audit of what you have at the moment like mapping you know your processes documenting what it looks like what needs to be done at different stages in the content production uh, workflow and then figuring out where do you feel like you lose the most time where do you feel like there are bottlenecks and then the solution you know will come naturally you will realize easily you know what you need to be doing in order to solve that but i think the hardest part of this uh, the hardest part of building a great workflow is to acknowledge the problem and to find out where the problem is you know what what sucks at the moment basically what's you know what are the issues that you're facing and once you do realize that uh, it's just going to be so much easier to build something that works very well for you yeah, I think that's an important part too. You mentioned two things that really stood out there for me. I mean, one is approval process because if yeah. if you're not your own boss or like a one man band doing all this on your own, then you know you may have uh, you know delegated or outsourced this to someone else. And based on a trust level, you may not want them to just post anything and everything. I can't imagine like Wendy's was the great example because they try and use a lot of humor in a lot of their posting, even with the chicken sandwich thing that was going on not too long ago mm. and you know and tapping into things that are viral and very many times on social media things are spur of the moment whereas you know there's some old school you know email people out there that they're tough to get a hold of and you may have to wait a few days for an approval so as you said you know what sucks is you know identify what the hang-up is there 
obviously the type of content if you're just doing like a photo or something you know that's uh, very almost organic that you could take from just your phone it's a lot easier to put some words to that and get that through the process than if you have an actual video project where you're doing a script and you have to shoot specific things and there's a lot of time involved with that so uh, very good points there Xenia and I do appreciate you uh, those are our three questions but I do appreciate you uh, taking some time out of your busy schedule to join me today. And I would like you to, you know, let all the listeners out there know uh, how they can follow you and also discuss uh, where they could find your ebook. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, thank you as well, Joe, for inviting me on the show. Um, it's been a pleasure to chat with you. And regarding Planable and the ebook, um, you can find us on planable.io. Um, and yeah, you can, you can find me on LinkedIn. That's where I you know, spend most of my time. Um, and the ebook definitely on our website. So I, I really encourage you to give it a quick read. It's 38 pages. Um, so it's going to be, you know, a, a quick and pleasant read. Excellent. Excellent. And yeah, by all means, um, go over to the site that once again, that's planable.io. That's P-L-A-N-A-B-L-E dot I-O. Oh, and uh, that's kind of funny for me, too. Just a personal note here, Xenia. Uh, Ohio State football fan here. I live in Ohio here on uh, stateside. <laughs> so we always say O-H-I-O. So it's, you know, it's we're in the middle of football season. So I thought I would put, put that little <laughs> plug in there, whether or not I alienate some of the listeners out there. So thank you. <laughs> Thanks for joining me uh, once again. And uh, folks, as always, you know, I'm always encouraging our listeners out there. First, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, or leave a review no matter where you're listening. My name is Joe. And until next time, I encourage everyone to be safe, be good, and I'll catch you later. Hi, folks. This is Joe Kuzma. <laughs> no, don't worry. You're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.